Uh, we're going to go over to Nuevo County right now, and up to Frankenmuth, Michigan. Uh, but we're going to run down to Birmingham right now, Birmingham, Michigan. Northwood University. And we'll uh, go over to South Haven, Delaney, Eastern Michigan University. So you'll be hearing us from all over the place, but that's the beauty of this broadcast. Now, it's Chris Holman's Business Beat. And welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. Chris Holman here, broadcasting from the garden level of the Holman House, ably assisted by my two dogs, who have so far maintained silence during most of these interviews. We go right now to a good friend, Jada Paisley, who is the executive director of the Michigan Golf Course Association. And Jada, interesting, I mean, you talk about social distancing and retail and all those things that are getting hurt so badly in this. Let's talk a little bit about golf courses. Wonderful. Thanks so much for having me on, Chris. I I really appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, first of all, I want to acknowledge the governor last week and thank her on behalf of the Michigan Golf Course Association and the Michigan Golf Alliance for including the golf industry in walking. You know, we really commend her. We stand beside her and acknowledge the fact that it's been a delicate balance that she's had with public health and and learning not only about the golf industry but all industries and so just want to start with that well i think Um, that's really well said when you're in a position of leadership you have to think about all the panels in the quilt because you're responsible for the whole quilt you know (laughs) good analogy very well stated so explain a little bit very quickly but the associations you named two the golf course association and the alliance Sure. So Michigan Golf Course Association, we, as the voice of Michigan Golf Business, our association members are owners and operators of golf courses throughout Michigan. And the Michigan Golf Alliance is made up of the Golf Association of Michigan, the Michigan Chapter of Golf Course Superintendents Association of America, the Michigan Section of PGA, and the Greater Michigan Chapter of Club Management Association of America. And as together we form the michigan golf alliance well that's a pretty powerful group and that's about as many voices as there are in the game of golf yes yes and and every one of us you know certainly have come together and you know as i said our association is the owners and operators of golf courses along with the alliance and all those integral parts make up of our make up our 4.2 billion dollar industry in michigan jada let's talk a little bit about what COVID-19 has done to the golf industry. And let me predicate that by saying, I don't want anybody to think because we're a summer sport only, we haven't been affected. (laughs) Thanks for mentioning that. Golf is a seasonal business in Michigan. I don't think that surprises anyone to hear that the majority of courses, depending on where they're located, have been closed from November 1st. Some have been closed earlier. Most of our northern resorts close earlier and open later. So factoring in that they've been closed since November 1st till last week, that gives them six months to operate their business. And, you know, first of all, I just want to commend all of our industry for it has a natural alignment with social distancing because of the acres and acres of green space you know in addition just the sport itself aligns with social distancing and you know our golf industry recognizes the importance of what COVID-19 has had in our state our country our world you know and first and foremost they're not going to put 
any of their staff, their course family in harm's way, or their employees. And so all of these social distancing requirements that have been put out in terms of golf courses and best management practices are something that they take seriously. Yeah, and implement really for self-survival as well as to meet the regulations and the rules. Jada, tell me about the golf cart situation. Thanks, Chris, for asking that. I don't think it's a surprise that golf carts are a key component to running a golf course. Without it, there are a lot of things that can't happen without a cart. You know, part of what we've asked the governor for in a recent letter from the Golf Alliance is that golf carts may be used by one person or two people from the same household can share that. You know, that is, those guidelines have been in place from the CDC with the most recent recommendations for industry that have come out. You know, our golf courses, you know, know how to do that safely with very low touch points. You know, those sanitation practices are already placed in facilities for those that are, you know, issuing golf carts to those that have disabilities. So that would be a very, very, very key component to golf courses being able to somewhat gain some of the revenue that they've lost. Well, that's going to be really important to their operational expenses, etc. And of course, we want to get those concessions back there in that revenue stream as well. Let's talk about from a monetary standpoint, because in fact, this does affect golf courses. Golf courses are, at the end of the day, when you get them down to their bare elements, they're farmers and they're very weather contingent. They're also, as you say, very seasonal. And then you throw COVID in on top of it and it's put a lot of courses in some financial jeopardy. Yes, it has. And, you know, again, recognizing that golf is not alone in the many industries that are facing this, but due to its seasonal component, having six months to have a 50% or more revenue loss that's anticipated for a lot of our courses, you know, when they're expecting outing revenue and and talking with some of our courses throughout the mid-state, they're looking at losing in terms of outing revenue from $50,000 or more depending on, again, where where the course is. And, and again, recognizing the importance of public health, but also recognizing that, you know, the golf course is still paying the mortgage and the utilities and cart leasing that goes along with owning a golf course in the state. You know, that's going to take some courses a minimum of two years to make up that if, you know, if they can. Well, that's going to be really important to uh, their operational expenses, etc. And of course, we want to get those concessions back there in that revenue stream as well. You have your work cut out, and I hope the rest of the season goes well. As a golf course owner, I appreciate what you're doing for the industry. Jada Paisley, who's the Executive Director of the Michigan Golf Course Association, thanks so much for joining us. Keep up the good work. I'm Chris Holman. You're listening to the Michigan Business Beat on the Michigan Business Network.